I have not always looked kindly at marriage counselors who are young, as I consider them not experienced enough in the things of marriage to give advice. The young pastors who do it, I feel do so because they probably think it is part of their calling so to do, especially when the only tool they rely on to do so most times is scripture. Till date I don't understand why Catholic priests come to be considered as marriage counselors, as I doubt one could understand what one hadn't fully experienced. Apart from those who'd spent decades in a marriage, either as monogamists, polygamists, or serial monogamists, the only other group of persons I could consider to take marriage advice from would be divorcees, for the simple reason to learn from their mistakes, and interestingly their right decisions. On this day being our decade at it, I fear to say that I can't still advise or counsel anyone on marriage. In fact, I even had to stop interfering in marriage squabbles when called to settle them, and seldom advise anyone to go into it, because I still see my journey as a work in progress, and thus not competent enough to force my opinions on it. How others at my level can confidently beat their chest and offer counsel is something I haven't gotten my head around yet. Could one ever become an expert at this thing? If yes, when does one get the certificate? Funny enough, like they say, this is one school you get a certificate first before studies and exam, and another was quick to quip in, that had marriage licenses and certificates been renewable like driver's licenses, not many would be looking forward to renewing them. Any and I, are at a place where we both would most likely renew our certificates had this been an option, and to my chagrin, contrary to notions I held long before I took the plunge, the desire to renew is based not solely on love, but rather on a thousand and one considerations that have popped up since we said dash. Greater than I do. One of the reasons I would never make a good marriage counselor, is that not a multitude will buy into my finding, that love, alone, is not enough to keep a marriage sturdy, and I say this without disparaging the important role love plays in a marriage, but in my experience, it is not, and never enough. I shudder about what I'll be writing about after two decades, should I still be married at that time, if after the first decade it seems like I'm discounting love. Ah. You probably must be thinking that I'm not in a happy one, but that is furthest from the truth. The difference here is that I sincerely searched the bases with a fine-tooth comb, to arrive at this hypothesis. It occurred to me that going into a marriage because of love, or for love, is akin to doing same for the sake of money, or any other factor for that matter. It also means that once any of these factors depreciate, for any reason whatsoever, the marriage naturally follows the trend. I have therefore surmised that because marriages never really rely on any particular factor one can fathom, it is why they last as long as some of them do, and even a lifetime in other cases. The good thing about my postulation, which is definitely not novel, is that the percentage contribution of the factors that keep a marriage intact is dynamic, and it is possible that the strongest court holding a marriage at some point may be financial, friendship, relationships with others besides the couple, or even their children, while love may be the weakest link at the time, and this is how it continues to be modified along with the prevalent needs and wants of either or both couples. It is my candid view that cases of divorce will reduce if more couples elevate those other factors to the level that love and money occupies on their scale, for many divorcees have come to discover other parts of their exes, they'd hitherto ignored, in their haste to leave their marriages, because of failings on the aspects they hold dear. Some have been unfortunate to be near enough to see another person navigate the same waters successfully, having been cured of their tunnel vision. I fear that I might have come off as a marriage counselor here, and I sincerely hope this post won't be taken as is from one. At most, just see this as my personal experience after a decade in a marriage, and more than five years in the relationship that led to it. If this is another way of looking at things, then it should be seen as such, and if possible explored, or alternatively, ignored. If my marriage is such that makes me cut short a trip I was enjoying just to be with my wife on the day, 
without her prodding, better than having never to hear the end of it, then something about our union must be working, and I'm grateful for the opportunity of being on this journey with this most delectable jewel of inestimable value. Kavich